Be sure oh, to yeah. tune in to Gensokyo Radio Live number 100 happening on January 9th, the year 2021. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Actually, That's you're... so far away! Oh my god, Lunar! <laughs> Gensokyo Radio Live. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 9, 9.
This is Gensoki Radio Live number 100 tonight. Dude, we've been doing this for so long. It's been years. It's been so long. You, you guys feeling okay? Oh, oh no. <sighs> it's afflicting me as well. You guys, <sighs> we've been at this for so long. The wheelchair live number 100 stopped working. Yeah, let's go. Somebody get my battery. This is I can't tell if these are old people or if it's zombies. The show to end all shows. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. That's hurting my voice. Oh my, oh I, can't my gosh. Think that I don't know what you're doing to your voice to to do that, but yeah, you know. What? <laughs> well, it's 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 weird. It's weird. <laughs> uh, it's, I've I've it's I tried to like um what's that the uh the old man from SpongeBob that's what I strive for it's like how many times do we have to t- teach you a lesson old man that that dude no you gotta wait to turn like everybody else you just need to sell him some chocolate he'll be fine no that's the that's the that's the old lady and she lives forever <laughs> chocolate a- I haven't had chocolate since I don't know whatever. Chocolate. <laughs> All I right. can't even remember chocolate since I was a little girl. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. one. Yeah, yep. you got it. <laughs> this is Gensoki Radio Live number 100 tonight. It is a milestone show, and all of you out there who are listening, thank you very much for being here. It's going to be our standard two-hour show. We've got some excellent new music on the playlist for this evening, and we're going to talk about how we got here. Let's Take a walk along the road to 100. For uh, all the Gensoki Radio Live shows we've done, do you know anyone here? Do you know what year we started doing live shows? Okay, hold on. I might know this because I was actually listening once by accident back then. <laughs> by accident? How, how does that happen? <laughs> um, normally, I put a. This was back during the, the, the TMR days. Mm-hmm. And. I would be walking from my apartment to the uh, where the uh, Cardinal Boulevard was back on campus, mm-hmm. and they had that's where they had all the food. So I would turn on GR when I walked to and from, so I could like gather music. And I remember one day I heard you talking, and I got confused <laughs> on my walk. And it was actually I think it was the same night. So year, hold on. So the year that. The Louisville Cardinals won the 2013 was the same day. It won the 2013 Basketball National Championship was the same day that I heard, or at least the same week I heard your voice. So I want to say 2013. You have an incredible memory oh. to like associate an event like that with that year. Well, there was a riot on campus. Okay. Well, that same week. So that's how sure. I remember. Okay. And I've lived like right down the street. From that's that a ride. that's a great way to remember that's, a live yeah. show. I I like. <laughs> I don't know if I like that too much, but um, no, it was not 2013. It was 2012. It was 2012. Oh, I yep. knew it had to be. I knew it because it was early. It was early 20, 2013, so it had to yep. be either 2012 or 2013. I mean, I remember something similar. It was. I forget what year exactly now, but it was uh, it was like a hockey thing, where um. It was uh, Boston, which has this history now, as recent history of having teams that win everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vancouver, which is Canadian, so hockey, haha, big thing. Uh, Vancouver rioted because they lost, and then uh, Boston rioted because they won, and it was hilarious. I remember well, that, hold on, actually. Let me, let me tell you a story about how this, after the end of this weekend, 
the city of Cleveland is not going to exist. Oh, but at least they're not Detroit. Tomorrow, Cleveland Browns play the Pittsburgh Steelers for the uh, for playoff contention in the wild card for the NFL. Now, remember, last week the Browns beat the Steelers at home for the first time, putting us for the first time in 18 years, my whole life, pretty much since 2002. The first time we have been in a playoff game. It is so crazy if we win this week that I can guarantee you, no matter what safeguards are put in, the city of Cleveland is going to burn down. Because the Browns going to the playoffs is crazy, but getting beating the Steelers and going on to round two would be crazy. Man, the way the DMJ is talking, <laughs> it's like I forgot like it was the year 2021. I love what... Like, uh, you, you have no idea how and say this is for a Browns fan because there's like there's two books I got my dad for for uh, Father's Day one year. It one was Why Is My Daddy Sad on Sunday, which is a Browns <laughs> fans coloring book <laughs> for their <laughs> child. Okay. And the second one is Doomsday Guide to the End of the World, a Browns fans a Browns fans guide to setting up for a Super Bowl. <laughs> so holy cow, this is this is a thing. Like we've we've only the 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 stadium. First Energy Stadium used to be called the Brown Stadium, and back then it was called the uh, Temple of Tears oh, because it was that's, like we were that bad of a team. That's a sad name. We uh, are hardcore diehard fans. So two points. First off, first off, Cleveland, haha, Cleveland. At least we're not Detroit. <laughs> Second. Detroit. Second, how does a guy in northwestern Kentucky get into a Cleveland team? I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> like, I'm sorry here. for you. Yeah, he is. I moved here. I've been a diehard fan of Cleveland sports forever, and I still am. It's just so... And people are like, oh, you're a Browns fan? I'm like, yeah, I'm a Browns fan. I'm like, are you kidding me? I would never <laughs> have any other... I wouldn't I'll have any the, other way. I love having cardiac arrests every Sunday. Puzzle the Detroit joke is number two. Is the second video? Oh yes. Oh that one. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, no, no, your Cleveland yeah, tourism yeah. lore. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen both of them, and I love them both because yeah. they're accurate. <laughs> the rivers do catch on fire. <laughs> None of them, though, mention the nineteen. I think it's the nineteen eighty-seven balloon disaster, which resulted in a oh, uh, fatality. Yes, that was Cleveland. Yeah, that like yeah. The, the rescuers couldn't get out there, so the dude. You know, so, yeah, the Coast Guard couldn't get out there, so they they because find, of all the balloons. <laughs> yes, and they found um. Oh, was it the? Oh, it's oh, so what, terrible! What, what, yeah, what charity like, organization was it? It was. Oh, I think it was. Uh, Met, Met, was it Met Life? What was it? United Way? Was it United, United Way? United Way. I they believe it was United Way. That like <laughs> did that whole blue balloon thing because they're like, yeah, we need we need to have a good fundraiser and whatnot. And it was like the Guinness Book of World Records of the yes, exactly. most balloons released at a single time. Wow. And it's like <laughs> uh, lost all thing in fatality. You know, the weather's uh. the weather's not that we can, bad. The balloons will, you know, dissipate people, and whatnot. It'll be People fine. always say people always say like we can't have good things in Detroit. And then I turn to him and I point to this event. Like, this is why we can't have anything good in Cleveland. Day one in Cleveland, my car is already on blocks. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Actually, I, I, I would say, say, like, maybe 
10 years 10 years ago oh yeah no now yeah i watched a there's a actually a tv show that my mom watches a lot about abandoned places on uh vice tv and the other day she was watching and all like there's only one mall left in cleveland that's like worth going to and they were walking through all the malls she, she used to shop in as a kid and she's sitting there like they're finding like dead bodies and like like what? inside these abandoned malls and stuff. oh like, gosh that's where i used to shop <laughs> like, like it's bad. Holy moly! I mean, in, in all in all reality, most malls in America, you know, unless it's like some big mall or whatnot, are usually on the downturn. Like, oh yeah, um, yeah. If anyone actually, has ever seen, uh, oh, what is it? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like the mall yeah. in that, that's gone. You yeah, know, Metro yeah. Mall. In actually, Arizona. there's a uh, in Wisconsin. There's a in Wisconsin. There's a company that actually buys the abandoned malls in Wisconsin and turns them into airsoft fields. We would. And I want oh them to my. buy more. Oh, I want to buy. I want more. So oh DMJ, gosh, I didn't notice this until I got here because the malls in the Northeast Corridor are mostly still okay. Like not really any problems. There are a couple mm -hmm. of dead ones, but most of them are still up. I'd never noticed. I never like expected this. Cincinnati Mall is like dead. It's gone. It's mm. like there are yeah. two stores and that's it. Yeah, that's uh, where you go to New uh, Newport. That's where you go across no the river Newport. Newport. Okay, um, <laughs> but so we we were like exploring it, and we were thinking this would be a this would make a really good airsoft arena. Just saying, there's so like there's so many good places that I could say like this would make a great airsoft place, and then I think to myself, the amount of safety hazards. <laughs> that's what like, makes it a great airsoft yeah, arena. Exactly. Exactly. Oh yeah, like uh, what's that? What's that? What Air Force Base? Edwards Air Force Base down in uh, was it Ed Edwards? Whatever it is in California, the one where it's got the mount facility, and I keep hearing about like, oh yeah, it's the best place, and then I hear horror stories about like how there's like twenty foot pits from like where they opened up <laughs> yeah. sewers that just drop into barbed wire or like um, snakes or like rattlesnakes or like huge like like buildings you can't go into because they're full of asbestos that are crumbling around you that more Putting than likely the back in Milsim. I know, the right? back in Milsim. oh gosh like it's the place is just so destructed it's like it's destroyed it's almost leveled from all these people trading in it and it's just like and you're just expect letting civilians go in here and play airsoft like oh uh, boy i would i would only accept airsoft at an airbase if i if if both teams were like pair dropped in via like a uh, or like drop roped in via like Blackhawk. Okay, no, no, so no. C, like no C one thirty battle royale, uh, Fortnite style or whatever. There you go. Um, that was, <laughs> All right. So, so unfortunately, gonna, the, unfortunately, like battle royale, like that kind of thing, it would draw in people who don't call their hits. Okay. okay that, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start stop right here because I know this is the 100th show and I'm gonna looter this. I was gonna let like, you just. I, I just wanted looter. to see how long you guys would go for. <laughs> well, yeah, because this is but this is the 100th show and I know we got a lot to cover. Yes, we do exactly. We do. We, instead of a document, we have a spreadsheet that details pretty much every live show that we've done up to this point, and we want to touch on at least a little bit. Pretty much all of them, if we can. So, we'll, we'll see how far we get, or how detailed we can get. But, Show notes out of context. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, uh, with that said, I'm gonna we're gonna take a little bit of a break here. Uh, we'll come back after that. 
It's gonna do a couple songs uh, that I think are pretty good. Uh, all these songs tonight, pretty top-notch, I think. Uh, something from She Beyond Records, album Broad Border first, after that something from Rolling Contact, and we'll be back in about 10 minutes or so in Gensou Acuity Live number 100.
Soki Radio Live number 100 this evening. It is indeed January 9th, 2021. Just like the intro that we had at the very beginning of this show said it would be, except you have to realize that that clip came from live number 50. So That's pu- a funny way of saying 2020 New Game Plus. So puzzle. <laughs> it, yes. Is 2021 really that far away? Well, now it really is. It is it now. <laughs> I mean, it's now, right here. Uh-huh. Hold on. Wait a minute. Are you saying that 2021 is just 2020 New Game Plus? 2020 Prestige Mode. Yes and no, because this year seems to be a bit, you know, going a bit so far like nine days in. Eh, a little better. Remember, nine days into the last year, it started with World War III and it ended in a pandemic. So let's let's figure out what things <laughs> are gonna be. Let's let's get let's get through the first four months before we solidify what this year can and cannot be. Maybe this might be the year that you know rainbows just take over the sky. Let's okay let's try to la- label maybe. it at that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe Looter's face will get etched into the moon for uh, once. One can dream, I suppose. We all know about that secret space program you have at the back, Lunar. Where do you think all this money is going? To the station? No. Yeah, it's, it's the it's sequel. It's for Lunar's escape plan. It's the sequel to KSP, <laughs> LSP. Yeah, Lunar, Lunar space, space program. program. Instead, of, instead of exploring the system, we just explore the moon really thoroughly. 2020 extra stage. 2020 extra stage. Speaking of extra mode. stages... We have an extra show in this list. It's actually... So this is Live 100, and in order to get here, you have to start at 1, but there is an episode in this list that came before 1. There's this mysterious episode 0 that I have almost no information about, except that I know it happened because I was the one who hosted it back in the day, and it was listed alongside the show that came after that, which itself ended up being counted officially as live number one. This episode zero was a test stream, so it's not really an episode, it was like a half an hour thing or some something relatively short. So, and that happened August 12th, 2012. The first show, on the other hand, was August 31st, 2012. And from the very beginning, 
during live number one, we mentioned that there's going to be a playlist the first half of the show, and we were going to take requests from our Steam community chat, because that's how we did it back in the day. During, oh, yes, I remember that. During, yeah, during, oh, the, during the second half. I'm so glad we have a Discord now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Discord didn't exist back then. It didn't. Didn't, didn't. We we are older than Discord itself. That is absolutely true. Discord oh wasn't even God. a Discord wasn't even an idea back in the back in the day. Stop! I no, because this this blows my mind. Because back then I was using IRC chats, and now IRC chats are dead, and everybody moved over to Discord. That is how old I am when it comes to this. Like Discord actually dates us. It's funny that you wow. mention IRC because we actually ended up using it. Um, yeah, as, a, I remember as an alternate the IRC channel too. at one point, but that's, yeah, we had an IRC. That's somewhere in this list. I'll get. I'll eventually get to it. Uh, so from episode one, from like from the very outset, we mentioned like probably in the first minute of that show that we were looking for guest DJs and co-hosts, which is not something that episode one had at the time. It was just me, and for the first five episodes, in fact, it was only me. We didn't have any guests. We didn't have any co-hosts or any of that. Because it was we didn't still even just, have the same microphone. It, well, yeah. You were using a Blue Yeti, and it sounded like half decent, but it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't what, like what, you me? could definitely tell it was. Yeah. No, yeah, like episode one, like okay, so I actually had a little bit of a difficult time pinning down exactly when I got the Blue Yeti. It might have been like live six through live eight, or somewhere in that area. I, again, I don't really know for sure. But one through five, for sure, was not the Blue Yeti. It was my old PC Plantronics microphone. Back in the day, when we were doing those, really not me, not we, but it was just me. When we were doing those episodes, it was to the point where everyone in Steam was like, hey, can you turn your microphone volume up? I can hardly hear you. Like... And so the, the problem was that my microphone volume was up to 100%. You have those little options in Windows to like do plus 10 gain a, a few times mm -hmm. to a microphone. And whenever you do that, of course, it makes it super staticky because it gets all the extra feedback and background noise and stuff. So like I maxed that out so that my voice was like in a sea of rain. Like it was sounded like it was raining and my voice was still not loud enough for people. So, you know, eventually it got to the point where I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm fed up with this, I need a real microphone. And that's when I got the Blue Yeti. And the Blue Yeti was actually something, like, I got the idea to get that microphone because at the time, someone who we know, like, our tribe and myself, uh, knew at the time, uh, this one person who just happened to be a fan of the station, and his name was Sean Chiplock. And he had a Blue Yeti, and so that's, where I got the idea to get that microphone. Hey, imagine getting Rickrolled in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I got him, chat. we can kind of skip through episodes two and three and four because they're, they're really just like the idea back during that time was I'll cut in sometimes and we'll play like a stack of like three to five songs before I'll cut in again. And I think one of the major notes from like way back in the early days is that we took a lot of requests. And we got those requests from people in Steam. Or eventually, I think we also took requests via email. <laughs> so think about that one for a moment. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was old days. It isn't until you get uh, to episode 5 where we actually started talking about IRC. 
And episode five happens, so I, I guess we'll go through the dates here. Two was in September, three in October, four in November, and then we skipped December. So throughout the past 100 shows, we've only skipped two months. So that's one of them. Live number five was happening, or happened in January 18th, 2013. So now we get to the point where we're introducing the IRC chat channel for people who aren't using Steam because not everyone had Steam at the time, people didn't want to get Steam, if they didn't have any games on Steam then really what was the point? We feel like at the time we were leaving people out by just being Steam exclusive, so we said okay fine we'll set up an IRC channel. And I recall the problem at the time was I wasn't active enough in IRC where like eventually the server would say hey the owner's inactive, uh, this other person's gonna be the owner now? I had to do that a couple times, like figure out how to transfer ownership and stuff. I hardly ever used IRC. I still don't know exactly how it works. Uh, I couldn't tell you like all the commands by heart or anything like that. It's, just, it's a little arcane. Obviously, like you fast forward to today and you get to a platform like Discord that uses some of the like similar structure of IRC. Like servers have their own channels, and like the GR channel was just one of many many channels in a server so like it's directly you can you can see there's a correlation between the two mm -hmm. but i know that you guys are probably waiting until you guys show it's uh, show up at some point so uh let's let's see if we skipped episode okay there dmj yeah, I'm okay. I had you... water go down the wrong pipe. I forgot the order of operations yeah. of drinking water for a minute. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't certain. I can pull this clip from uh, live number 32. Uh, when drinking water, please follow the order of operations. Parentheses, exponents, multiply, divide, add, subtract, and swallow the water. That's what Nano Satellite uh, said in 2015. Except he was saying it yeah. to me because I was choking on water during our show with Nelson. But it was like, okay, so one thing you need to learn, and you'll learn this quickly as a human being, when you drink water, don't breathe at the same time <laughs> through the same orifice of drinking water, because that's what just happened with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Happens to the best so, of us. So don't multitask. <laughs> just thought I'd put that out there. Uh. Our first guests happened during live number six, Nano Satellite and Art Tribe. Hi. So Nano, Nano first appeared uh, February 15th, 2013, and it was, again, I don't know if I got a new microphone back then or not. Uh, live number seven was our first callout for volunteer promoters. You guys remember the handouts that we used to do back in the before times, right? Where, you know, we went to conventions and saw people and handed them things. Yes. Yeah. So Goodness, yes. all the way back in, in March of 2013, live number seven, that's the first time we mentioned, hey, we're starting to like try to get ourselves out there and we want people to help us out. That whole program actually like went really relatively well. Like it was kind of incredible to get messages from people in not just other parts of the US, but other countries around the world saying, hey, I'm in Indonesia and I'm going to this convention over there and can I have some handouts, please? We were like, heck yeah, sure, we'll, we'll send some out for you. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. So we've had handouts like all over Europe and a bunch of places in Southeast Asia, including Japan, of course. And I mean, it just worked out really well. Um, later in 2013, we get to the point where uh, we were talking to one puzzle plate who was 
uh, trying to get a hold of a volunteer promoter called DMJ. I wonder who that guy could be. Remember, now, yeah, I hold don't on. Know who this, I, I can't remember this DMJ guy. I don't remember like talking to them ever or anything now like at, that. At I mean, this that point. Name, Oh, me hey, and me and Puzzle were completely <laughs> separate. Like we had no idea that we our yeah. paths would so, cross again after this. So, oh gosh, so, yes. So it, it happened something like this, okay? Back before I ran or started to run against Sokyo Radio, this would have been back in like 2010, 2011. Um, I, I had become acquainted with Puzzle Plate because we both were interested in playing some of the the, the fighting games, um, like Hiso Tensoku. And there was a separate Steam community for that called the Toho Fight Night Network. I've mentioned this in other shows during this series, but uh, so that so like Puzzle and I had been acquainted before that. And at, at some point, I was like, "Hey, Puzzle, you're interested in music, right? Like, you still are into this stuff? Yeah, cool. Okay." So yes. <laughs> he would help out every now and then with certain things, whether it be like kind of you know appear on the show, just kind of be like a guest again to to help out with filling content because back then that was quite the challenge so anyway uh we were already acquainted with puzzle plate and he's once we tried to get that promotion stuff out there you know we were like you know anyone interested in helping us out going to a convention let us know we'll send you some stuff so puzzle plate was one of those people and he was like hey i'm going to anime weekend in atlanta and this is back in 2013 when zune was going to be there now shout out to um my friends, my friend in Georgia, by the way. <laughs> now that year, I only went to local conventions because that's all I could afford. But, uh, but Puzzle was going there, and we had like two or three people contact us. Like Silver Sea Turtle was another one, and, and which was in my which was in my group. Yeah, but like mm -hmm. I think multiple people in your group tried to get a hold of us, and I was like, wow, we have a lot of people. Uh, it was kind well, of because they all they all fought back then and this was just because of the way that we were organized as a friend group because we were all like hey if we're all gonna go we need to make sure we let this one guy know that we're all going mm -hmm. and then we're just going to need that way we can get as many handouts as possible what we didn't know was we only needed one person to be that contact <laughs> yeah but anyway we got there and we figured it out so what we ended up doing was we sent all the handouts to puzzle and it was up to puzzle to try to figure out um, where DMJ or Silver Sea Turtle or any of DMJ's group oh were. And yeah. there's a story there as well that you guys have to tell because I think when you guys first met, Puzzle was patchy. Yes, I was about yes. to say, DMJ, do you remember who I was cosplaying as? You were patchy, and I remember. <laughs> okay, because you didn't know this because we were all, um, we were the way that we were all working together. Uh, and the way that we were all kind of set up was that we were just like, okay, if push comes to shove, the tallest person in the group is Puzzle. <laughs> so everybody, <laughs> if you get lost, look for the giant Hatchy. Yes, exactly. Look for the giant pink person uh, and whatnot. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's cost. Oh, but there is there is something I do want to bring up because this was also when somebody whose future influence on Gensokyo Radio also showed up there and we had absolutely no clue that they would be pivotal and that was the guys that run the arcades in boston oh yeah <laughs> they were there mm -hmm. and i and i remember this because so they i think it was friday it was the last day yeah it so was, it had to be yeah, sunday yeah. Yeah. It and they all showed up is dead by the way Pay, press f to pay respects mm. 
Press F to pay respects to Tokyo Attack. Um, <clears throat> I remember this. So we show up, and I remember they're all pa- panic, and they're like, "Hey, does anybody have laptops you guys can use? Uh, we can use to run the tournament because apparently they lost some equipment from moving from the East Coast down to the yes. South." So I let them use my laptop, I think and I we let- ran the arcade and ran the like three or four of the tournament games off my laptop, including the finals. I think I also used my. I can't remember exactly, but I think I also used my laptop. I could be. Yeah, it and it was, was so yeah. insane that like we were just like when we when all of that happened, I was just like I couldn't believe that those are the same guys. When I first met them, I was like, Oh my gosh, I remember you. They had no idea about me, but I remember them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how can you miss them? There's, I mean, almost all of them who run them are pretty tall people. Yeah. There are too many tall people at AWA. <laughs> I felt short. <laughs> so we skipped ahead a little bit. Uh, this AWA collaboration thing happens during live number 12. We step back to live number eight. That was the first show that we had Sonic Mega or Sean Shiplock on as a guest, who eventually ended up becoming a really regular person during the live shows for a decent amount of time. Yeah. I should also uh, mention that live number eight was the episode that. So so we had live seven, which happened in March of 2013, and live number eight happened in May of 2013. So we skipped April. That is the last month that we skipped so every show from may 2013 onwards we have done shows every month thereafter without skipping a month yeah. so so like when you go i mean like back in those days we were like hey you know haven't aren't are we celebrating like a year or like two years or three years because it was a multiple of 12 or whatever we were like well hold on we technically skipped a couple months in there and yeah, so ever, ever since live number eight, we've been going at it every month without fail, which is, I mean, if you think about it, holy cow, it's what, seven-ish months? That's, or years even, heck. Uh, <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to be like, months? Wow. What, what type of time frame you live in there, buddy? Look, it's, it's, <laughs> been, it's been winter for about a year, okay? Yeah, that's about what it is. Mm-hmm. Live, live number nine happened in June of 2013. Of course, it was a Cherno-themed show. Sonic Mega brought a bunch of, like, trivia and jokes and things. Uh, we also had this weird issue where, like, the show just wouldn't start because the server we were trying to, like, we have to connect to a server to stream to all of you guys, which, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, but we were having issues during that show, so he would be like, oh, you know, this show was collaborated by Cherno, the server froze, it's going very well right now, you know, stuff like that. Oh, man, old Sean puns. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Because you can't have Sean around without at least a few puns. It's like, it's like dad jokes, but like, more painful. <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's skip ahead a little bit then. So we had our, the first appearance of Puzzle Plate was live number 12, like I mentioned. Uh, after that, live number 13, we had a couple of uh, new folks appear again. Actually, let's see, live 12 was also Spark. So Spark uh, was our community manager at the time because we... There's this interesting kind of story that I won't tell the whole story right now, but uh, back in the day, 
we were looking, we were trying to figure out, you know, like, do we want to do social media for the radio station? I don't really know. So, like, we looked into if there was a Facebook group or anything set up. Uh, at the time that I initially checked, there wasn't. And then, like, I checked a couple weeks later or something, and there there was. But it wasn't run by us. So we contacted them really early on, and we said, hey, uh, we we run this station. We've been running it for a while now, and uh, can, can, can have name, please? Um, to, to, to which we be like, they didn't want to change the, like we said, you can change the name or you can rescind ownership basically. And so what we ended up doing was compromising and, um, we, they just ended up being our community wing kind of. So it's a Facebook mm-hmm. thing. So we, we had a community staff team and, and spark was the, the main person behind that. So, um, so that was live 12 again, live number 13 one DMJ appeared. This was post Anime Ooh. Weekend Atlanta 2013. Uh, DMJ was actually a surprise guest. He didn't. He, he wasn't there at the very beginning of the episode, but like later on, he was like, "Hey, yeah, sure, I'll join." So that's kind of cool. I think you guys were like, even like, maybe we should bring him on, like on the on the show itself, because I was listening, mm-hmm. and you and then I was just like, I just typed it. I'm like, yeah, I'll come on if you guys want me to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was hold on, was that? Still, that was also Skype, right? That was back when yeah. you guys were Skype. So, so okay. everything was Skype until Discord. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh god. Which, uh, which, which puts us out quite a bit. So, as uh, one who doesn't like the color white on their screen, I, I don't miss those days at all. Yeah, that's <laughs> good times, and and the the quality difference was pretty drastic at, for the for the time. Like Skype used to be really good, like really clear audio, and then things mm-hmm. changed, and then the Fire Nation attacked, and all that stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> Live number fourteen happened in November. Uh, it was November eighth of twenty thirteen. We had another new person join us, uh, Mindless Invalid. Who? That's the only episode they've appeared for, but they were one of the folks that helped to run the Facebook page at the time. So that it kind of made, you know, like we had Spark on a couple months before that, then we had DMJ, and then Mindless came on, and and uh, yeah, so it, it kind of like we we're trying to introduce people from like the Facebook side to the station side a little bit, try to collaborate a little bit more. So that's kind of how what that was about. Uh, this was also the episode where we planned a collaborative event with uh, DMJ's group at the time, DigiRev. Yep. You remember that? I remember it. I remember it very vividly in my head. <laughs> and I remember going into the, the org group at the time and they had a very colorful name for the event. Oh. And that eventually, yeah, and that eventually led with me leaving them. Oh. Uh, that oh. and also the fact that, uh, also the fact that uh, back then, uh, Planet Side 2 was falling apart. Like the actual competitive scene mm. was starting mm. to become extremely toxic. And I was just like, peace, bros, I'm out. That's and I just kind of faded. I like faded like that. That a gif of that guy just throws the peace side and disappears. That was me. Gotcha. Well, that's unfortunate. But hey, you know, yeah. you. Uh, I mean, at at that point in time, you were kind of transitioning to like joining us. So yeah, kind of, it was a, cool. it was a transition yeah. period. Yeah. Uh, the the merge like Toho Music Reviews joins Gensokyo Radio. I have an article up on the website, and that was in. January of 2014 so it's it's it wasn't for a couple more months um technically I guess we talked about it during live number 16 that was the January show for 2014 and um 
yeah, so we'll skip over 15, go to 16 here. Um, regular fare, it was like, so at this point in time, like, Nano's a regular, I'm usually hosting shows. Sonic Mega was joining us for most of the shows, but would sometimes drop off because he had other stuff to do, you know, voice actor stuff and whatnot. But then DMJ also became fairly regular at this point in time as well. So we yeah. had that announcement, you know, Toho Music Reviews were joining Genzoki Radio and DMJ was going to start writing his reviews on our platform and also in, on Facebook. I think you like did both at the time or something for a while. I was, I was, yeah, it was both at the time and I would copy them over and yeah. then eventually it just stayed on the, the site, which those are going to happen again, people. I am just trying to find time. Work has been killing me. Physically. Let's go Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Winter in Gensokyo, week four, published January, or, sorry, December 24th, 2016. It's going to come back. Trust me. I just have to figure out how to escape. <laughs> I yeah. have to find a way to escape. Ooh. The pay is so good, How's but I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Take, like, if it wasn't for the fact that I remembered that it was the today, I did, actually didn't think I would make it for uh, the 100th show because I thought that it was actually the week that they just announced that we were going to have to work possibly oh. and i was just like i can't i can't get a day off because they once they announce it it's like i can't put in days off dang yeah so it's it was it was rough and then i looked at the schedule again i was like oh great it's this weekend oh unions it's 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 it's, it's more about production and i'm just when i find time when I when I could physically be like I could start uh, making like doing more Twitch stuff and actually trying to move away and have more time to like just don't make me come over there sit because he will me, is, I know he can now but that terrifies me he's <laughs> <laughs> driving distance uh -huh, yeah. which is like like it's a terrifying he's... sentiment where you can be like so uh bro when is it gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen again. I just have to find time. I've been, tr I have, have still been keeping up with the music scene. It's just that it's when I can sit down and actually like listen mm -hmm. to the music. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Which tends note, to be I when do, I'm working. On that note, I do have a couple of Airkami things to uh, send to you, Lunar. Ooh, excellent. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that after the show, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, live, live number 18 was March 14th, 2014, celebrating three years. Uh, we did this interesting thing where all of the staff on the show at the time, so that was myself, Nano, R-Tribe, and DMJ, we all chose our top 10 songs. Uh, we previewed all of them, and then we played like the top two or three songs from each list. And that was kind of the music for that episode, so that was kind of different. But... The interesting thing with that is that it was kind of the precursor to what we do these days, but what I'm actually currently working on is the top 100 list for every year. Because, well, in, instead of being curated by us and our own personal opinions and likes and whatnot, uh, the top 100 lists are curated by song ratings by, uh, from listeners. Uh, this was also the show where it was before Anime Boston in 2014, and... So then the one after that, uh, live number 19, was the one where we first, uh, I think we had our first real guest, and that was PTR whatever. The, yeah. the person, so this was this would have been after 
Anime Boston that year. It was the first time we went to Anime Boston, and we brought on the the, the guy who ran the Toho Roadshow. And so he, we were able to sit down with him and have this whole discussion, and it was it was great. Like it, it went really well. Um, but I think like without having DMJ around, we definitely wouldn't have made that kind of connection with him. Like mm. it, it, it wouldn't have been like you know because DMJ, like you mentioned before, had helped out with Anime Week in Atlanta in the previous year, and so it was it was great that we were able to to contact like connect with them. Like, this is kind of where we started to show like. The, the signs of, of networking, like the benefits of, of networking with people in different parts doing different things, and it was all starting to kind of come together at that point in time. It was really cool to see. Um, speaking of things sticking together, uh, live number 20, Nature Valley Granola Bars started appearing oh, in Twitter. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. We found not AMJ's here and he's eating granola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great clip. Oh, rally. Live number twenty. We also we also had our second guest, DJ Koishi, appeared for the first time from Komeji Records. So that would have been in May of 2014, and we had we had all the regular folks: DMJ, Sonic Mega, Nano Satellite, Archive, myself. Uh, Apparently, I have this note on the side here. Lunar can't pronounce anything. The spaghetti is everywhere. <laughs> and so that that comes from the fact that, like, I was still trying to figure out how to pronounce Komeji Records. Um, yep. I, I I would I I kept calling it Kojime Records for some reason. What? Uh, and I think part of the reason for that is like. If you look at their old logo, it's missing a letter in the middle of, of, of the printed text of the name of the circle. That was really strange. <laughs> anyway. Yep. We are actually at that point in the show where I should uh, go look up some things. Live listeners. If I can if I can spell it, holy cow. Live. He can't speak and he can't type, oh no. <laughs> Live? I'm, I'm going to find it. You know what? I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Let's play some music and I'll figure it out. So countries and listeners will happen after this. You've got enough time to, you know, make sure you've signed in at least once from wherever you're listening. And then uh, we'll read off names and, and countries and stuff afterwards. So this next song here is something from uh, Created World, Hatsune Tsumiko's. After that is something from the album Last Snow. This song's actually been stuck in my head for like the last day or two. So I, I really like it. I'll be back right after that against Tokyo Radio Live number 100. Stick around.
You're listening to Inso Security Live number 100 this evening, January 9th, 2021. And it is that time where we mention who is listening and where they're from, but not exactly correlatively because that would be a breach of privacy, something, something. Anyway, people, generally speaking, are currently listening from the following countries. Argentina, Australia, Austria, Belgium, Brazil, Canada, Finland, France, Germany, Indonesia, Japan, South Korea, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Peru, Poland, Portugal, Russia, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, Sweden, Thailand, the UK, and the US. And the people who are listening right now, who are on this list, let it be known that they were listening during live number 100. There are a bunch of other people out there listening, by the way, they just haven't registered and stuff. So we have Anseriform, Arani, ComfyComb, Cougar Duke, DMJ654, Dr05VC, Flat Bartender, HTF Cherno, Kanzion, Mr. Greens, Newcom, Not Daijobu, Rastaja, Sue Tempest, Sesmog, Zas2, L4710, Can't Find Remote, ChuID, Chris1, Hazuzumi, James7132, Pronto B, Mathfororagami, Rendroken, Sour Limon, and Wooman. Thank you to all of you and of course to everyone else who is currently listening right now. We haven't mentioned it yet. We usually mentioned it earlier, but you can join us by going to discord.gg gr. We have a partnered Discord server that a bunch of us are currently on right now. Join up, be part of the fun, and let's continue on with uh, all the episodes that we have yet to go through. We're only on episode 20, and we have about half the show remaining, so this bodes well. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. All Very right. well. So let's see here. Uh, DJ Our- Koishi had just joined us during live number 20. And then we had live number 21, which is the... It was the first uh, post report uh, from ColossalCon. I had gone there on my own. I met up with some of the other folks that I had networked with from Anime Boston and such before. And uh, DMJ wasn't with me during that year, but um, Colossal Con was was interesting enough where we ended up going uh, at least a you know a handful of years after that. So it's pretty neat. Uh, one interesting note I do have from DMJ is that he apparently did get his response from Nature Valley uh, during slash after the Stage Five show, which might have happened like between Life Twenty and Twenty One. So. We're just talking about Gonzoki Radio live shows tonight, but we also had a couple of other series that happened throughout time. Stage 5 was one of them that, ha- that had a few episodes, and then we also had DMJ's Hangout, which happened for a little while. Yeah. So that was back in June. <coughs> we go over to July, that's slide number 22. It was post-Anime Expo in 2014. Uh, Puzzle also ended up going there as well, and... I, puzzle. I think this was the the year where we fi- we figured out like I was going back to my hotel room and you were still walking alongside me and you stop in the hallway and I'm like, w- what are you doing? And he's like, this is my hotel room. And I'm like, are you serious? Oh God, Mine yes. is the next door over. <laughs> we didn't plan that at all, but puzzle oh God, just happened yeah, was- to be rooming in the in the room just next door. So, yeah, that was fun. So that, wait, was, what? that was oh. crazy, because you have to think about how many attendees are Anime Expo. It's the largest convention of its kind in North America. And we just oh, happened yeah. to be rooming next to each other. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was neat. Uh, let's see. 
In uh, other news during this time, DMJ mentions that he has his new studio setup. Uh, this was the first live show that he had his new setup for. Uh, I don't know what new setup means exactly because I think you've swapped it out one or two other times since that, then. But, that was when I got my first mixer. Yeah. Cool. The old Behringer that I replaced. Mm -hmm. um, I think the first time that you'd actually used it was during a hangout show that was in between these two live shows. That's uh, when I got it set up. And then you also mentioned that, yeah, yeah, it was during, like, in between this show and the last that you ended up figuring out, oh, eating 48 bars of granola, um, not a great idea, uh, and I am now have medication to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. I have spit off that medication, but don't do it, gentlemen. Don't do it, ladies and gentlemen. It is 48 granola bars are not the best. Yeah, no, no good. A lot of calories of any, of just like one thing is not a good idea. Especially oh, it's not the calories. Bars, it's the granola. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Just sticks together. It doesn't move. Live number 23 was in August of 2014. Uh, DJ Koishi was back for this one. We had a pretty bog standard crew, DMJ, Nano, and Sonic, along with myself. Uh, this was also the first show that we did on Saturday. All the shows that came before this were done on Fridays. And that was due at the time... Mm -hmm. Uh, in part because I worked at a movie theater and Saturdays were like the busiest day of the week So I just couldn't do them on the weekends I ended up making a deal where I could work like during the day on Fridays, which were kind of busy um, But anyway, so uh, So it was the first live show on Saturday and this would have been let's see August 2014 so I think this was when yeah, it had to be when I just got hired at my uh, like the QA job that I had during that time. There's this other quote here that's from Sean. He says, Back in my day, in the 80s, when we did anime dubs, they brought the Japanese people over and had them run the generators. Then they, then they passed something regarding human rights or some stuff like that and everything <sighs> went downhill and nothing oh, progressed. Sean is quite the character. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that that quote didn't make it into our uh, our best of CD. It'll have to be on yeah. the next one. Live number 24 was in September. We brought on another new guest, Epikuro. Uh, so he is a DJ. He runs this thing called Kawaii Bass. He's from Canada. He does a bunch of his stuff up there in uh, was it like Toronto or something. And he, we just had him on, you know, he talks about music and stuff. It was also during this episode where Nano was calling from war-torn Redmond, uh, where it, that was the day that Nano tried to buy a mattress because he had just moved over there and he couldn't because uh, of reasons. So then he went next door to try to buy a quesadilla and he couldn't do that either because Great reasons. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fiber optic line got cut during uh, some sort of uh, road expansion. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Oh, it's fun times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the episode after that, we had Seven Colors Alice along with us for a three-hour show, though. Like, okay, it was Live 25, so like, okay, kind of milestone-ish. You know, it's a quarter of the way to where we are right now, so I guess I can see that. 26, that was November. I don't have any notes for that, actually, so uh, let's move on. Live number 27. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? So, uh, during live number 27, this would have been December 2014, DMJ is living in 1987. Quote, I've been listening to nonstop vaporwave for four days. Send help. 
<laughs> Still haven't stopped. Hashtag crazy wave. Crazy. It's like Jen oh. vaporwave. Like just hot, just jumping back and forth. Mm hmm. Yeah. That's how it goes. Isn't Jen vaporwave just regular rock? You just blew my mind. <laughs> It was also during that show that we played a nine-minute compilation clip uh, or, uh, thing, or clips from past shows that we've done up to that point, and that is actually still available on SoundCloud. If you want to look up Concealed Security on SoundCloud after this show, don't do it now, uh, you can listen to that clip. So that's, yeah, stuff from bef like Live 26 and, and before that. Oh, you know what, DMJ? Uh, Vaporwave speed metal is just power metal. That's a thing. Mm. Okay, I shouldn't. I shouldn't oh. say. It. <laughs> you're 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 making DMJ dizzy. You probably shouldn't do that. Don't 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 because the next thing you're gonna say is something like, and then vaporwave power metal is just classic rock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The the room is beginning to spin. Let's move on. Live number twenty eight was the first show of twenty fifteen. We brought over radio. Radio Overcoat from Toho Tuesday. So it was a bit of a bit of a crossover there. Kind of neat. Ooh. A lot of people knew about the show that he did on Tuesdays. Doesn't do them any anymore these days. Um, you still got a Twitter account out there, so you can still go follow that if you want. But yeah, he um, did his own thing. He also called us Shoutcast using casuals, which uh, I, I, will I, I will admit we use Shoutcast, but it is far from casual. <laughs> Gosh, we, we've, no. we, we've, we've put together, like, some ridiculous custom stuff for, like, just using the system that we do. And we use the system we do because way back in the early days, uh, Shoutcast was the only thing that supported Unicode, and it's kind of important for displaying, like, titles of songs that have Japanese text. And we just never stopped. We tried to stop. Yeah. It didn't work very well because we lost a lot of listenership, interestingly enough. We went back and things were fine again, so... We've been just doing that ever since. Uh, and then, so I should also mention that uh, Live 28, which is the next one here, or no, that that's the one I was just talking about, is the earliest show that's available on Mixcloud. So if you go over to Mixcloud, um, we have an account over there. Uh, shows, episodes 28 through 64 are currently available on Mixcloud. We stopped uploading after that because we had our own podcast solution which yeah, you can find on our website, and that has shows from episode 40 to episode 99, the one that we did last month. So that's the one we update. But going from there, I can actually refer to the Mixcloud uh, stuff, which is kind of cool on its own. Um, live number 29, we brought back Seven Colors Alice. Uh, live number 30, we had the first appearance of Seismix. Um, ooh, I should also mention that Live 28 was the first episode we had Kiyosagi on. Uh, Kiyosagi was this, like, this person that just kind of came to light. Like, I, in the earlier days, I had known that Ara Tribe was the founder of Gensoki Radio, and I was helping out for a while, and then eventually I owned Gensoki Radio. But uh, Kiyosagi was apparently a co-founder, and I hadn't found out until, like, literally, what, more than a couple years after I had started helping out. So that was, that was an interesting experience. Anyway, that was the first show he joined us for. Um, yeah, so Life 30, we had Seismix on for the first time. He had just released, uh, not that long ago from this point, Haunted House. Oh, yeah. It's a great album. 
Oh, it's um, also I think it's I think it's um I think it's free on on Bandcamp right now, so you can pick that up if oh. you want. Yeah. Um, we also have a bunch of codes for well, maybe not. We have codes for some of his albums, which we should probably give away at some point. And speaking of giveaways, I should also mention that uh, we have five copies of 100% orange juice that we want to give away because oh, live number 100, 100% orange juice. Should probably get on that. So um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna open up general or uh, not general giveaways uh, very shortly here, and we're gonna go ahead and start giving those out because. Uh, if you're still around, that means you're actually interested in listening to this program, and uh, we appreciate that. So you guys are the ones who obviously deserve to get the opportunity. You also need to be in our Discord chat to participate in this, so you'll want to hop on over to discord.gg gr if you are not there already. Please do so at your earliest convenience. Thank you, and uh, we'll move on to the next one here. Uh, after Seismix joined on joined for live number 30, we had live number 31 with John Schaefer, who interestingly just today joined our Discord server. Um, hi John, if you're listening out there. It's been a while. Live number 32, um, okay, okay, okay. so the, the episode with Seismix, he makes music, I think it was clear when I mentioned that he made the album Haunted House. Uh, John Schaefer is a... he runs Conifer Games these days, but he also was in, involved in the development of uh, Sid Meier's uh, Civ Five, so that was pretty neat. Sammy Civ Five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So live number 32 after that was with Nelson, also known as the guy who keeps getting photos with Zune. He's now... he's now... Uh, he's not hovering Melody, I think. Yeah. Um, fun times. Fun times and times that we'll not get into. For what should be obvious reasons. Let's um I have to actually refer to my Mixcloud list after this because that's kind of where the notes end and the Mixcloud references begin. Uh ever since live number twenty-eight at this point, like we started doing titles. So like the, the title of the episode would be live number twenty-eight with Radio Overcoat, or twenty-nine with Seven Colors Alice, 30 with Seismix, 31 with John Schaefer, 32 with Nelson. Like, it was just guests at the time, but eventually we we didn't have a guest on for, you know, consecutive shows like that. And so we get to live number 33, which is the Colossal Con 2015 recap, um, also known as, quote, The Squidening. Because that was uh, the year where DMJ was with us, and I think we had a suite or something. And mm-hmm. uh, for a brief moment in time, I turned into a squid kid. You mean the best video game of all time oh, that the Nintendo has put out was released. I, I mean, Splatoon it, will always be known as my favorite Nintendo title. Yeah, it's so good. It's really good. So that's that's now immortalized. You can actually see <laughs> the silly album art over on Mixcloud. Uh, can I? Let's see. Can I open image a new tab? What does this look like? It's really really kind of a small image but i can go ahead and post it anyway whatever uh that's out there now uh squid kid live number 34 with komiji records so another guest show we had uh them back on with us live number 35 with listener requests um so like early on we had a bunch of shows where you know we had a playlist that we put together but we'd only put together part of it and we'd say hey people on steam or wherever uh, submit your requests, and if we have the song, we'll play it on the station. It's a cool way to interact with people, the community, and all that stuff. But at some point in time, we stopped doing that, and so Live Number 35 was like, okay, you know what? We need to take requests again, at least for, 
for some amount of time. Let's, let's do that again. So we did that. Uh, we go on to live number 36, which is the calm before the Tohokan storm. This is in 2015, and uh, man, that was an interesting time because man, yeah. Uh, Puzzle was there with me. Nana was there. This would have been like the month after, but still, like, you know, um, it was interesting to see like the 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 year before where like. Toho Khan's social media would be mentioning, hey, we have like Tam Music coming over from overseas. We have Yuhei Satellite joining us. We have Marasi joining us. We have uh, just like all, all these names that were actually like somewhat recognizable if you follow the community at all. And I was like, wow, that's kind of neat. So I didn't go 2014 because it was like the 2014 convention was smaller it was their first year 2015 they really wanted to knock it out of the park and they blew up their attendance quite a bit compared to the last year and um then it never happened again so yeah yeah but it was really cool while it lasted so uh moving on from that we've got live number 37 which is the start of this interesting happening where we tried to get John Schaefer and Seismix on during the same show. We announced live number 37 as having both of them on, but Seismix never showed up, so we just had John Schaefer on. And then for live number 38, the next month, we had Seismix on, but no John Schaefer. Um, <laughs> I don't think we tried to get John on for that one, but um, yeah, it, it would be a while yet. I. It would be a while yet until they both were on the same show. I don't actually recall if we ever mentioned or if we ever tried to get them both on again. Anyway, that that, that was a thing for a while. It was <laughs> so. You'll notice I'm trying to get through these because we're only at 39 and we've got about half an hour to go. Um, live number 39, oh, the 2015 boy. recap. For some reason, for whatever reason, I chose to put a giraffe uh, on on the episode art for this. Okay. What, what was the? There was some meme going around at the time or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a meme. Yeah, it was a meme. Uh, I think it was a Little Caesars meme. I remember oh. Little Caesars in relation to the giraffe. Yeah. Um, like someone had just posted a picture of giraffe at like on the on their door or window or something. But I don't know why. Anyway. Live number 40, the Gensokyo Games. That was a fun episode to do. Oh gosh, like the, yes. the the episode oh, art was cool for it because it was it was literally um twenty-four different pictures of, of people or guests or something that represented them anyway. And we did the uh, the, the Hunger Games scenario. There's whatever that website is out there, where we put all you know, twenty-four contestants in is like Twelve teams of two people together, and we so we we paired people up, and we had them basically fight to the death in this virtual Hunger Games scenario. And the person who ended up winning, spoiler alert, was Sean because he wins everything apparently. <laughs> he beat stage five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he finally did. Line number forty-one, aesthetically improvised. This was the first episode where I was like, I don't. Think we ever came up with the title for it uh what did we do we talked about vaporwave let's put the word aesthetic somewhere in the title aesthetic. so that's how that ended up being named that during Gensokyo Radio Live number 42 that was a big one because we were celebrating five years 
and it was also the five hour episode and i don't think we're gonna oh, do God. another five hour episode because that was a bear to get through so so <laughs> what you're saying is t- we're not gonna do another five no no ten? please dmj a ten? no Okay. Look, we've got our we've got our ten year anniversary coming up in a couple months here for live number one hundred and two. We're not doing a ten hour show. Because yeah, at some point, what was I don't I don't remember if it was live forty two, but at some point around this time, we also had the first Reddit tie side that happened, and for a while I ended up doing this thing or like during the the day of the first reddit taisai uh when a bunch of fan music came out i manually drove the radio station and played music from the event during the day of the event so but then i i'm not 100 percent sure but i feel like it may have coincided with this episode so it was like seven hours of just straight broadcasting for me it was hectic i mean i think sean came on at some point like hour three or four or whatever yeah and i was like thank goodness i don't have to talk as much because i i was it was it was fun like you know it was, it was good to celebrate five years and all that and we did a toast thing and whatnot but like man i don't i don't want to do that again <laughs> so yes, that's the right idea the nine hours show on 99 um you're an episode late my dude <laughs> <laughs> Should have told us that like a month or two ago. Also, it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have agreed to it because it was December, and uh, well, I guess depending on when in December it would have. Anyway, I don't want to think about it. I'm getting flashbacks. Let's move on. Kentucky Radio Live number forty-three. Uh, this was a really special one. So this happens. Mm, what's the date on it? Ah, uh, there is a larger uh, image. That's good. April sixteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, this was the first time where we broadcast from somewhere that wasn't our own studio. So I set up our our like actual full studio setup. Um, I boxed it up and I drove across the state line into Wisconsin and five hours later I ended up at uh, DJ Koishi's house. And we broadcast the show from there. So it was the, it was the first like on-road show uh, that, that we did. And that was that was interesting because like there's this story that I I might get into at some point somewhere but like during when I was driving over there uh, I realized that I had forgotten a network cable and like they had they had a wireless network and I was like well that would work except they had told me ahead of time that they were like well I don't know if this is going to be stable enough or whatever for you to do this so maybe bring a network cable so I was going to but then I forgot so I was like, I, I called up DJ Koishi while I'm driving, and I said, "Hey, um, do you know of like the nearest electronics store? Like, is there a Best Buy somewhere along the way?" So, so, so they get on their computer at home and they they hit up Google Maps and they're like, "Okay, there's a Best Buy like half an hour away from you. It's kind of on the way." So they're like, "Okay, cool. Well, I'll I'll try to aim for that one." And they're trying to like give me directions and stuff, and I'm like. Okay, look, just like give me an exit number and a direction and I'll figure it out from there. <laughs> so I ended up stopping in, in Best Buy and I don't even know what town it was <laughs> to grab this network cable. Uh, this, this, this giant, I think, I wasn't sure what the distance was um, because like 
their access point was on the first floor, and then the room we were going to broadcast in is on the second floor. So I was like, I don't know if 50 feet is going to be enough. Let's get a 100-foot cable. So, oh, God. <laughs> so, I, so I still have this giant 100-foot gray Cat 6 cable from, from Best Buy. Because, like, we had it. I we, bet we, you the noise show. on that thing is awful. Uh, 100 feet has to be, like, latency heaven. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so the, the, the show went fine and everything, and, like, I think, yeah, that was the right thing to do. Well, uh, let's see, what episode are we on? We're, we're, we're kind of trucking along here. Let's get to 50, and then we'll jump into some more music. Uh, live number 44 was with Mystery Parfait. We talked about Don Maku and uh, their card game and stuff, and that was fun. Mm-hmm. Live, number, mm-hmm. live number 45? Hmm. The, uh, the episode artwork for this one is kind of special. Um yeah because mm-hmm. because it it is a dude putting out a fire that happens to be in a tire it's a tire fire <laughs> it's the show that i tried to host wasn't it it's the show that dmj was hosting the reason uh, yeah, the reason the reason he was hosting it's because i was working out of state and uh I, it was basically like sunday night i would drive to to illinois and then Friday night I would drive back. And so I'd have the Saturday was like my one and only day. And you know, we did live shows on Saturdays, so like if I was it was basically gonna be like a straight two hour like or not two hour, like two weeks, like I was basically gonna lose my weekend if I didn't give myself a break somewhere in there. So I was like, okay, DMJ, can you do a show? Let's have you try to do a show. So live number forty five was that show. And um, it it was it was fine. Like like the, the the whole tire fire thing is kind of like in jest, but eh, you know, um, it was it was different. Like DMJ chose the music, and I think overall it went pretty well. But it was a different show, so it just is what it is. Reddit tie twenty sixteen. Uh, maybe maybe this is the show where I did that that like programming before the actual show itself. Anyway, the, the, the one that's notable about this, we're back, uh, so we're all the way up to July of 2016 at this point for Reddit Tie, tie, tw- Reddit tie Sci 2016. Um, we had uh, Bucky on as a guest for the first time. If you guys mm-hmm. remember him. Uh, I think the episode, the episode art has, I want to say he's like cosplaying clown, uh, clown piece or something. I have to double check that. Yeah, yeah, he is. The one after that, we had uh, Frozen Starfall. Uh, Baba was the special guest for that one they are an artist in germany and so so frozen frozen starfall and and, uh, bobby music um those are both circles that they uh work on or have worked on and it's it's great stuff and you should go check them out especially because i think the stuff from the circle that they had worked on before they changed the name uh has a has like a whole pack of music that's relatively inexpensive to get like it's it's just go check it out. We we do play their music on our station pretty regularly too. So, <clears throat> live number forty eight was the cooking show. This was one of the most unique ones. It was probably like one of the most fun. The the audio quality suffered a little bit, but I made cookies during a live show. DMJ and Zach, who was the guest for that one, made falafel. You remember that, oh right, DMJ? Gosh, yes. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, DMJ, where's Zach? Yeah, where has Zach been? Uh, he's been doing things. I don't know. He just kind of like dropped off the map and disappeared. Isn't that kind of what he does? Yeah, he just does it. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, that was that was really interesting. It was also I I feel like our first simulcast where we had something going on both the radio station here as well as on Twitch or like you know some other video hosting site. At the time, it was Twitch. Um, and so, like, after the two-hour show was done, I just continued streaming on Twitch because I still had all this cookie dough to bake. And I just chatted with people on Twitch. Like, it was, it was pretty fun. <laughs> so, that was a good one. Light number 49 was the October show, so of course it was the skeleton cast. Because um, why not? That's what you do. No, the, the skeletons take over every October. Mm -hmm. It just happens. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows right before Halloween, the skeleton hole opens up and you gotta you gotta fight them. This year they were they were conscientious. They social distanced themselves saying, eh, this year we're not gonna come up. We don't wanna get COVID everywhere. We get it, skeletons. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. And then we get to live number fifty. It was the all staff show. We reinvited a bunch of people and Mixcloud's not loading the episode for me. That's wonderful. Thanks, Mixcloud. Um, but we we invited like our tribe and Sonic Mega and Kyosagi. We we basically invited everyone who had ever been like part of the staff. Even if they weren't currently, we we're like, hey, come on back. This is a big show. Um, and of course we're here at hundred now telling you this. And yeah. So that was a good one. It was it was basically just you know, the all staff show. We talked about stuff and how we got there and stuff like that. Wow, Mixcloud really isn't working right now. Thanks, Mixcloud. All right, I'm gonna go back to my my spreadsheet to figure out what's going on. So that was the all staff show. Um, yeah. Aside from it being a milestone show, it was just kind of like yeah, here we are. All right, a couple more songs. Like I mentioned, we were gonna do before. Let's play something from Alstromeria Records. And then something from Iron Attack after that. We've got a Bad Apple remix. I don't know if we've ever played on here before, but it is a first party remix. They made it themselves. Uh, after that's Follow the Destiny from Iron Attack. We'll be right back after that and get Soak Your Radio Number 100.
Security Live number 100 this evening. We're back here. We've got ugh, stuff going on. Uh, like half the episodes to go through in 10 minutes. We got a lightning round this. So but, DMJ. 
we've got before before you say that Zara, I just want to let people know that we have our giveaway for 100% orange juice up right now in our giveaways channel. Uh, we're giving away five copies, so if you want one right now, you've got a really decent chance of getting one. Uh, and you will also need Steam to redeem this. It will be sent to you via Steam uh, via one of our other fans who is graciously providing these. Uh, so thank you very much to them out there. All right, let's, uh, Zara, what did you have to say? Nothing. Got it. All right, cool. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's keep going on. Communicating with chat is chat interaction. Uh, DMJ, I have discovered secret to your local cuisine, and then crack an egg over everything. Yeah. What, what? Crack an egg over everything? Yeah. That's how things work around here. That or cover it in sausage gravy. Oh, gee. Actually, oh, hold on. I don't know how far north it goes. Do you have a Waffle House near you? Near me now, yes. Oh. Have you ever eaten there? A few times, yes. Okay, have you realized what that place is designed for? <laughs> well, it is the one that I ate in. The one that I ate in was in Lex. Uh, there was there was a very there was a very animated black man behind the grill, and he had he cooks good chicken. That was soul food. I'm gonna tell you right now, Waffle House is designed for when you wake up in the morning and you really don't want to make breakfast, and you just want to get a good breakfast, or. You are sloshed and just stumble into a place and you just need it greasy and covered in gravy to save your life. That is what Waffle House is dying for. And there, because you'll realize rather quickly, they're either there are good Waffle Houses and there are bad Waffle Houses. The bad ones have reputation within their network. Trust me, I know this because I have. <laughs> I actually have now been injected into the Waffle House like network of Waffle Houses in my area, so I know which ones are good, which ones are bad, what other Waffle Houses are saying about the others and how bad they are, so I know you where the good the ones local... are and where the bad ones are. You gotta get me in the local scoop. I, I really it like so good. how we're occupying airtime to uh, talk about Waffle House when we have a colossal I... Pile of episodes to get through. I I, yes, I was going too. to say that. Um, yeah. What episode are we on, um, Mr. Lunar Man? Fifty-one. That is, that is December of 2016. <laughs> we talked about the 2016, uh, yeah, the 2016 recap, 2017 outlook. Pretty bog standard. Let's move on. Game night at Gensoki Radio. That was live number 52. That one was fun because we we did another simulcast like you know just months before we had done the cooking show but we did a game night where we simulcasted a stream on Twitch um, and we just played Jackbox games like and we we did the stream doing that and uh, there were some memes that came out of that that um, if if you were there you might remember them and if 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 you were there for some of the folks here have uh, some of those memes it'd be great to bring them up but, um, I'm gonna move on while you guys may or may not do that. My 53 was a creator showcase. We did something a little different for this one. So, we got in contact with four different people. Four different people who, like, they made something. And not all in the same way. One, one of them was a, uh, a music artist. One of them was, like, a, a drawing artist. You know, one of them was a programmer, so on and so forth. So we had, uh... Dean Herbert, aka Peppy, uh, the person behind the music rhythm game Os, uh, we had them on along with Seismix, 
who makes music. We've mentioned them before. Um, Freeze EX, who is an artist, and then uh, Zach, who we mentioned before, who was on the cooking show, uh, who's also an artist. Uh, we talked to all of them. We had these basically recorded interviews. Um, we did it that way, one, for simplicity, and two, because at least one person was in a time zone that maybe wouldn't have been, you know, great to do on air or live or whatever. So that's the way we did it. And it was interesting to me because I just wanted to like get people's perspective. It was during a time when, um, when like the year before that, like when we did the the show from Kamiji Records, uh, or from from DJ Koishi's house. It's their studio, but it's their house, whatever. Uh, we had introduced the idea of doing this thing, you know, a way for people to support the people behind projects like Insoki Radio. You know, at the time it was called Lunar Spotlight Media, and now it's called 3x7, which has a new logo, by the way. Uh, so if you check that out, um, that's what that is. Um, we, we brought up this idea, like, you know, like just as creators, what what do we do? And, and how have other people who make their own things, how have they made it? What, what is their thought process? How do they, like, deal with life as it comes, right? So... Uh, so we just got some some perspective. It was interesting for me. I don't know how interesting it was for everyone else, but that's what we did for that episode. Um, then we had fifty life number fifty four, which is the six year anniversary show. Life fifty five was with Horai Tea House again. Uh, that was the oh not again actually it was the first time. So that was the team behind the creation of uh, the in development and currently still in development fan game uh, Fantasy Crescendo. Um, I know. James7132 is listening out there, and he's one of the people behind that project. Um, they had also... I don't know if it was that year. It might have been, because it was around the same time uh, where they went up uh, and did part of a panel, kind of similar to how we had done back in 2014, uh, where they talked about what they were making. Um, so that was interesting to have them on and kind of get their perspective on that. Uh, Live number 56 was the listener takeover. It was the the first show where we brought on a bunch of um, basically just fans or listeners. This was a perk for those who supported us via uh, the, well, Lunar Spelling Media at the time, not 3x7. Uh, by the way, if you're interested in, you know, supporting the people behind projects like GR, just helping us keep our own lights on wherever those may be, uh, or really, yeah. Um, that is at patreon.com slash 3x7. Just gonna put that out there right now, and uh, thanks for your consideration. You get some extras uh, related to this show and just some insider details, what we're working on. What is Project Spectrum anyway? What happened to Project Megan A? These are questions that can be answered by going over there and seeing what's up. Live number 57, uh, we had Koi, uh, DJ Koichi from Kermiji Records on again. Uh, we. They were in a transitional period where we started, um, you know, it was their circle name was changing over from Komiji Records to Prism Impulse. They wanted to kind of expand a little bit, I guess, from doing things other than just Toho. And then after that, Live Number 58 was the show. It was titled Ready for Takeoff. It was the show before our big trip that happened the month after that. We did a show, Live Number 59, that was broadcast from Tokyo, Japan. So holy cow, like, you know, we had done, like, road shows before, but that has, that is still by far probably the wackiest live show we've ever done, just in terms of, like, logistically speaking, how did we do that? 
And the people who were with me at the time, a couple of them are here right now, Zara and Nano, were sitting on a couch with me in person doing that show. It was pretty good. I wonder if I still have a picture from that. I still have a picture of some... Yeah, we, we ended up like doing a video call with Puzzle after that show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. that was hilarious. It was also like, oh man, it's hard to think that's been, what, two, three years? My mind is... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been a few years. Crazy to think about. We did that entire show, by the way, with DJ Koishi ship, um, sleeping in the next room. Because... <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's all the questions on top of them. Yeah, the... Zara put together this really rather impressive stack of like <laughs> plushies and stuff. You can find a picture, yeah. Um, we have a video, like it's a 360 video, so you can see all of us where we're sitting, but then you can also like pan it to the left, and you can see Nano flip over the futon on on Koishi. As we're like, dude, <laughs> it's the morning. You gotta wake I up. We're, that. We were doing right. a show. Yeah, that's 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 actually so that that picture that was just posted in in Discord was from the apartment next door. That's where where Bucky and Fancy and and them were staying. Um, but yeah, those interesting times. Very interesting times. Very interesting show. Um, that face that 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 Koichi is making. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we. <laughs> what, so like we're we're used to broadcasting the show at like you know it's it's five p.m. local time for me. Uh, that show was broadcast at like eight a.m. But it ended up being I think like an hour or two later than normal or something. Just just because like otherwise it would have been super early in the morning and we didn't want to like bug the neighbors or anything. Alright, gotta barrel through these. Light number 60 was Cherno Day in 2017. We actually managed to do that one on, you know, September 9th, 2017. So that was good. Um, 61 is Spooky Updates. 62 was giving thanks to our listeners and supporters. Again, another guest show that we had. Uh, Live 63 was Recappa with the creators of Nitorink. So it was it was a dual show. It was like the December show where we talk about what happened the year before or whatever, you know, throughout the year. And we also had the the folks from Nitorink, which is a fan game that you can actually find on on Steam, I think. Uh, Nano, like it's basically it's a series of of mini games. And there's a absolutely massive list of creators and people who've helped out with with that. Uh, Nano is one of the people that's helped out with one of the mini games. So. Yeah. Uh, again, I got a lightning through these. So, 64, new year, new games, new stuff. Uh, 65, a shipping out, moving out without a doubt. That was named such that because that was, I think, like the month that we were, that I was moving from where I used to live to where I currently live. Then 66 was our seven-year show. Uh, we also had the last five years in Boston on 67. 68 was the Great Refresh in 2018. We basically just refreshed some server stuff um it was also during like this point in time basically anything was like after the shipping out show line number 65 uh where we had to get really creative about where we broadcast from because the connection that we had uh where i had lived up until like august or september was super dubious we had nothing but hotspot internet for months Ooh. And and we found that that was not really adequate for uh, for doing live shows. We'd have dropouts every now and then, and people would complain. And we'd say, "Okay, we're gonna upload the recording of this because we record everything locally, and then we'll just quote unquote rebroadcast it by manually putting it in a playlist as the next show." 
and then people would be able to listen to the full show that way. Uh, we just had to, like, deal with it that way. So there were some months where we, like, I was able to convince, like, one of my friends, for example, hey, can I come over to your house and use your internet to do a live show? <laughs> so Life 68 was one of those. There was, like, one or two others where we... Yeah, there was one I, I did from, like, St. Paul. I had to drive about half an hour west to do a live show. It was just ridiculous, right? But that's how that's how we had to deal with it. So, yeah, really creative. Um, 69, we had another guest, Mystery Parfait. I think they came back to talk about their uh, their expansion, uh, Lunatic Extra. Mm -hmm. And then we had Live 70 with Seismics again. 71 had Hegon Daybreak, so that was pretty neat. We talked about Western Music Circles. Uh, with them. They themselves are a Western music circle, and uh, they were looking at doing their own thing at Comic Market, which we had done the previous year. Like, when we went to Japan, we helped out with Komiji Records uh, with their CDs and stuff. I didn't mention that before, but uh, we helped out with Hegon Daybreak in a similar way. We weren't there in person, but we basically made all their stock and stuff. Um, and the month after that was a really cool one, because we hadn't had anyone quite like this before. Rashadi B joined us for live number 72. And that episode was spearheaded by DMJ. Like, you basically drove the content for that entire show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and that was was fun. Like at the time, what was it? At the time, Rashad had, I think, a quarter million uh, subscribers on YouTube. How many does yeah. he have now? I'm looking it up. Uh, Rashadi B currently has. Uh, can you please give me his channel? It's gonna probably autoplay that video. Maybe not. Um, why don't I see his count? I'm on his channel. What the heck? Uh, he has 450,000 subscribers, so he has almost twice as many as as he did when we when we interviewed him uh, during that show. So it's been good. Uh, he has a couple of Toho albums out there, by the way. Uh, Bullet Hell and Bullet Hell 2. Even though he was going to call it Pellet Heck. We talked about that. Pellet Heck would have been a better album. We, he said, you know, if he made another album, it was going to be called Pellet Heck. But no, it's just Bullet Hell 2. Which, um, as a side note, he said he was going to make a physical copy of that one, and I think he tried to get that going, and it ended up not happening, because uh, 2020 was an absolute tire fire. He also said, I think, that the not only was shipping an issue, but also just trying the price for actually printing was oh. pretty high because nobody was in nobody could print and those who did who can print because they had employees just absolutely were charging here's here's the deal too much money. rashad or anyone out there who's listening that is having that problem talk to me talk to us i just mentioned we made the stock for kameji records and the stock for Higon daybreak <laughs> and we dealt with the logistics of shipping that to a different country that uh, was fun yeah oh <laughs> Yeah, Zara and I put those albums together ourselves. That was fun. Um, but we did that for basically at cost. So, like, Rashad, hit us up. We'll we'll help you do that. Uh, <laughs> totally serious. Comic it. Yeah, and, and then we'll bring them to Comic Market. Uh, and, and Rashadi B will, like, will become an actual circle. One for the history books. I'm kidding. Um, anyway. 73, I, I know we're kind of past time. I'm going to get through these. Just just bear with me. If you're still if you're still with us, thank you very much. Uh, I've got a bunch of people contacting me because they probably won copies of Orange Juice. 
<laughs> three hour show. Three hour show. I'm not going to be quite that long. Yeah, it's going to go over a little bit. 73, um, October, Toho can be scary. Sometimes you're ready for a spook. It's just, you know, we had to come up with the title for it, so that's what it was. 74, the border shift in Gensokyo Digital Toho. We were really excited to learn that uh, Toho Music was coming to digital platforms like iTunes and Google Play Music. Yay! At the time. And, and then and then we fast forward to last month where Google Play Music is no longer a thing. And... Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Rest in peace, Google Play yep. Music. Yep. I miss you. Um, so, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, then, Life's Number 75, looking at our past, planning for the future, 2018 in review, another review show. It was also a milestone show. Live number 76 was uh, the show that we had with special guest Sassi. Um, so that was really cool. So uh, it was a live interview with them. They're a vocalist and lyricist for Frozen Starfall and their own circle, Blossom Nightfall. And um, yeah, I, I, just a side note that throughout all of these episodes, we have only ever had uh, two female guests on the show. Seven Colors Alice is one, Sassy is the other. So, uh Kind of ridiculous, like, if, if you look at the... I, I know I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here, but like, if you look at the demographics, there are plenty of women out there that listen to, to Toho music, especially, like, if you listen, or if you look at, like, Japan statistics and stuff. Um, I don't know. But I guess we just attract all the all the dudes. It's fine, whatever. I'll go with it. Live number 78 was our anniversary show celebrating eight years. Live number 79, really special. The most live Gensokyo Radio has ever been. We did our live show in person at the Heinz Convention Center in Anime Boston. And uh, DMJ and Zara were with me at the table doing that. So that was cool. We also had a few guests on with us in person, of course, during that because they were with us at the convention. General Coolman. Um... JD from Hegon Daybreak and PTR whatever because you know we were at we were right behind all of the arcade computers and uh, we weren't gonna do a show there without having the guy who runs that setup uh, talk to us for a little bit so that was cool. 80 was the season of change. 81's boosting our signal. 82 around the world. 83 keeping watch in the summer. I think part of that. Um, so some of these like during this time we started trying to do simulcasts on YouTube and Gensoki Radio, like what you're listening to now probably, unless it's not live anymore, then hmm. But um, the first simulcast that we did uh, ended up getting flagged on YouTube because some Swedish band uh, had claimed part of a Digital Wing song as their song, and we disputed it, and we won, but like, it was really weird. So we learned that YouTube Content ID is an absolutely great, fantastic, flawless system that should absolutely be trusted to uh, make 100% assertions about what song is in. I'm 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 joking, by the way. It's a little, a little bit more reliable than 2020 as a whole. It's yeah, <laughs> it's yes, not that great. Um. What's what's also interesting about that particular claim was that it was Universal Music Group, I think, was behind it, and they've, they've also sent us emails about playing music on our station. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, keeping Watch in the Summer, live number 83. Uh, talent and Effort, live number 84. This was named such because we talked about one particular circle and their one particular song from that one particular album being uh, passed off by that one particular Western artist. 
and being talked about by that one particular magazine, except it was an online publication. Uh, and about that one particular uh, bonus that they got from that one particular record label. We're not using names. It makes Zara upset. It makes Zara very we upset. We ain't rich, but we don't be. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh boy. So we, we talked about that. Line number 85, October guest with Steph and... Okay, it's again, it's another guest show. I think you get it. Uh, 86, season of change. 87, end of a decade. Ah, yes. Like, so end of a decade, if you if you remember the album art from that, or the episode art, I tried to make it kind of look Avengers-ish. And the song that opens up that episode is very, like, it's got, like, the like the trombones going. It's got, like, a strong sort of orchestral opening. Uh, I thought that was neat. So that, that's exactly what I was going for. 88 is new program. And 89 is an adaptation. Uh, we had our nine-year anniversary show for an live number 90. Live number 91, the winter in April. Okay, so now we're up to 2020, and the winter in April refers to the whole, like, it feels like winter never ended. Here we are, of course, in January of 2021. It feels like winter never ended. I know we had, like, 88-degree days outside. You know, it was it got pretty toasty outside. I'm, I'm sorry for all of the folks that don't use Fahrenheit. That's probably most of you. But, um, you know, it, it like, a, a really warm summer day, right? But it was winter. It, it was it was winter. Uh, we had a guest show in in May of 2020, and then we had Freeze EX on uh, in person during live number 94. Uh, we had him. The only other time we had him on on the show was as a recorded interview. So it was kind of cool to have him on in person, especially since like we'd known Freeze EX since 2014 when we first met at Anime Boston. And uh, we just, I, I'm actually kind of surprised it took us that long to get him on the show. But yeah, so that was good. That was one of the, actually, like for the entirety of 2020, we only had two guests on Freezy X for Live Number 94, and then Sonic Mega, who is a former staff member <laughs> for Live Number 96. So, um, busy being famous. Yeah. In the, in the middle of those, Live Number 95, titled Two Steps Forward, One Step Back for Digital Toho Music, we talk about. The announcement that Google Play Music was closing down, and I, I know that matters much more to like everyone else, but for Toho Music, for digital Toho Music, it being one of the only platforms in the West where you could find and purchase music to support the artists, that going away was just kind of awful. Like, and I'm 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 still upset about it. Like, like to be I honest, I, I I tried to get most of my stuff in physical form. So I only had like a small handful of stuff from from there, which you know I downloaded ahead of time, so I still have them, of course. But now it's like since the platform is gone, I have no way of showing anyone that I got those those albums from that platform. It's just like gone. It's it's like it never existed. It's really wow, weird. Yes. Um. Thank you, Google. Yeah. Thank you, Google. Google just a little bit less reliable than yeah. 2020 as a whole. User was banned. Well, I mean, if you like, it comes down to it, you know. Google has a habit of 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 doing that, you know. It does. What what other? A little bit less reliable. There there were other things that Google shut down in 2020 that didn't make our headlines, but yeah, they're out there. Like Hangouts is going away. So I don't know who uses Hangouts, but that's out there, or isn't going to be soon, I guess. All right, 97's Tricker Game. The season of giving is 98. 99, the strongest episode is last month. You guys were hopefully around for that one. And then live number 100 
is the current day. And I current year, the current year, what, the current day, the current what, show. What were they talking about on uh, on on Gensokyo Radio Live number one hundred? Anyways, um, I All have the other shows. I have. Oh, it was a recap episode. Just skip it. I have here in my notes to be determined. Hmm. Oh. I wonder it was what that the meant. recap episode. Well, it was a filler episode. Just skip. It's not worth it. It's a while. it's a, well. So actually, I was trying to figure out. You know, if you want a summary of the shows that we've done in the past, look no further than Live Number 100. Just tune into that. But also, that summary is going to be two hours long, and it's going to skip through a bunch of episodes pretty quickly because, uh, you know, we ran about 15 minutes over time. But that's fine. I mean, this isn't the first show we've run over time for, <laughs> is what it is. But, yeah. Um, I'm at the point where my throat is beginning to killing me for how much talking I've been doing. I know I've been kind of stifling Gorgaz's conversation, but hopefully you've been able, the staff has been able to follow along on the spreadsheet as I'm going. Oh yeah, I mean, I've been... and I were just going to make devious plans the whole time anyway. Yeah, yeah we're, it's, you know, robot takeover and everything. So now that we're done with the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the main stuff, um, I feel like I want to end the show, but at the same time, gosh, how have you guys been doing? Like, just generally speaking, I, I've I've had a really good week. Like, I got a lot Three of stuff done. Three hour show. Three hour show. <laughs> I have literally. Well, I've been. Go on, DMJ. Ah, uh, it's work. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> so from work. Yeah, last week I actually I had a two week break because of winter break, uh, and yeah, I went back to work and it was just like, ah, so tiring. Like. That's what I don't like about schools or working, you know, in, in any kind of education field. Because it's mm -hmm. like you get those weeks off and you feel so relaxed and nice. And then you go back and you're just like, this is the longest week ever. Uh -huh. Someone uh -huh. in it's, chat, it's someone in chat mentioned, I feel bad if Kinsoki Radio Live 1000 has to recap 1000 episodes. I oh, actually no. went ahead. So like I since I did this in live number 50, I'm going to do it here. I calculated potential future dates for potential future shows all the way up to live number a thousand all right so i'm gonna say oh, it now gosh. and puzzle's still here so he can react however he wants to but live number 150 will be broadcasting on saturday march 8th 2025 i hope you have that that like on is oh my gosh 2025 Oh, Hold on, wait a minute. That's... Now, 2025, that's going to be 10-hour show? Why 10 would... hour show, right? Why, why, why would you joke about that? No, that is not going... No, we are not broadcasting for 10 hours straight. No. 24-hour was... show? If it was for charity, I would say yes. If it's for just tomfoolery, Holy no. Cow. We you know are what? not doing that. That's great. You know uh... what? No, we, we have, like, a charity show would be great at some Actually, point. that would be... Yo, down with that. I don't know, 100% I, down. I, I don't know if I want to wait all the way till 2025 to do it, but like, we should do that at some point. Um, speak. Hold on, wait. Yeah. Speaking of charity, um, this is this is just something I want to plug right now, uh, because it only has like a couple hours left. Right now, uh, Awesome Games Done Quick is running, and they're about to hit the two million mark, and things are getting hype in the Ooh. chat right now. Wow. So, and uh, nice. today's the last day. I think they're going to be closing out with Ocarina of Time. 
uh, all dungeons with a bonus game. Oh, I nice. don't know, but there was a lot of good things around. I already put a uh, put a decent chunk of change in donating, mostly because I wanted to see that Halo Three run. <laughs> uh, wow! But, they are yeah. Well, right. Dean Day's talking about Halo now. Buckle up. <laughs> all right live number 200 will be broadcast on saturday may 12th the year 2029 2029 and then here's an interesting one live number 999 uh, whoever ends up running the station if it still exists at that point in time uh would broadcast on friday december 9th it, you, you we know, all know it's going to be deep fake lunar. So. Triple nine, so it's got to be the ninth, the year twenty ninety five. Can we do yeah, that so, so that's by that time your deep fake and your consciousness would become one and enter a robot body. <laughs> and then link one. And then I had to get you know all the way up to a thousand because that's what I said I would do. Uh, live number a thousand, Saturday, January seventh, the year twenty ninety six. For reference, by the way, um, I also figured out how old I would be during all of these, and I just want to say in 2095 I would be 105 years old, so I'm probably not going to be the one running the station if it exists hey, at that point. <laughs> when when we opened the show for Live 100, it was hey, hey, we still running this show. That's will actually sound like that during oh. during those shows. So. We joke about it I now. Finally but, beat stage five, guys. But here's 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 kind of like here's the scarier part, like the scarier thought though, is that like if if you if you think about it, if you count the other way, like you know if you count down from that, uh, that means you like people in my age group, or really I guess most of us here probably have a thousand-ish or less months on this earth. The pop-off happened. They hit two uh, million dollars. Don't give me this existential crisis here. No. I, I don't want this. Personally, I, this. Personally, I no. hate counting things that way because it makes it quantifiable, and that's the the worst thing. So... Yeah, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> puzzle's going away, and yeah, I think bye, this episode probably should, too. But... Thank you, everyone, for joining us for Live Number 100. It's been a milestone show. Uh, we, of course, would not be here if it weren't for you guys. I know some of you have been listening to this show and this program since near the beginning, and that's ridiculous to think about. Thank you so much for being here. And yes, thank, thank you, you to my co-hosts for joining thank with you. this as well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I we're calling it there. Thanks for joining us for live number 100. I am Lunar Spotlight for DMJ Nano Puzzle and Zara. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in the next one. Till then. <laughs>